Toys Cast number 131, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. And those are Mr. Stark, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, and Masters of the Universe. That is correct, sir. Uh, look at this. I'm already getting out of line here. Uh, if you want to uh, kick it with us, the place we love for you to kick it with us, and more of you are kicking it with us, and it's actually feeling like a real group now. I love it. Uh, is our Facebook group for the show. It's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash open your toys, or you can get to it from the cast page if you already like that right there at the top. Um, but if you want to find the blog, it's at openyourtoys.com. There at the top are show notes or links to show notes, and that's what we'll be talking about. It also has links to how you can subscribe through our RSS feed, through iTunes, through Google Play, or if you want to follow us on Stitcher Smart Radio. Facebook, we also have a page. Yes, it's facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. Um, Twitter, we're at openyourtoys. Email team at openyourtoys.com. And then voicemail, call us. We haven't had a call, I don't know, in like 10 shows or something like that. <laughs> uh, 720 That's 720-235-8697. All right, Mr. Stark, how can people get a hold of you, sir? Uh, just on YouTube. I do have an Instagram account. I don't ever – the funny thing is, is I keep on getting followers on Instagram. I have no idea why. I don't post any pictures. I have maybe 15 pictures on there. <laughs> and no one, I just got – I got all these followers. I have no <laughs> idea. So – but yeah, YouTube would be the main, uh, the main way to contact. Yeah, I'm the same way. I have Instagram. I have Snapchat, but I'm never on there. Only on Facebook, pretty much. I, I'm not even on Twitter anymore, really. Um, so that's where I can be found, and primarily hanging out in our groups. If I'm yeah, the groups are great. Day. Yeah, yeah, the, the groups are great. Definitely a lot of a uh, lot of talk in the groups. Uh, let's see. And unfortunately, we were going to have Vern, but I made him mad. Um, I was 45 minutes late, and 
uh, and Vern had rescheduled some stuff to join us. Uh, we did it at a little different time uh, because Mrs. McFavor and I are going on our first date in like six months tonight. So good old Sunday date. You got to love that too. Uh, so it's kind of big. So I, I kind of rearranged things, but then I had a very selfish reason for being late. So I do not fault him for being angry with me. So unfortunately, Vern will not be joining us, but if you want to get a hold with me, it is facebook.com slash open your toys. Twitter, it's at slick McFavorite, or you can email me at slick at open your toys.com or, and then best way is just on the open your toys group. Uh, what are you drinking? Lotus. <laughs> Well, uh, some fridge water, and I've used so much fridge water that my solenoid inside the fridge broke, and I had to replace the solenoid. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I mean, the fridge is, you know, eight years old, so, <clears throat> you know. But, uh, yeah, so I had to replace the water solenoid. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. It really I- wasn't too bad, you know. Yeah, ours is ours is almost eleven years old now. We got it right when we moved in, so I wonder what's going. I did see in my water line, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to dick with this. In our water line, it's clear uh, mm-hmm. for the water for the refrigerator water, and it's got some mold spots in it. I'm like, damn it. So mm-hmm. we'll be doing something with that relatively soon. Uh, I am drinking water as well uh, oh. that is added to fermented barley and hops. <laughs> and it produces a wonderful thing called beer. Uh, I am drinking a local brewery here, Blue Moon. That's right, a, a Coors company. Uh, Pacific Apricot Wheat. This is part of their Brewer Select line. Uh, crafted with ripened Washington apricots. Mm. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Nip, nip. That's about as descriptive as it gets. So it's amazing. I, I'm a big uh, apricot wheat fan. There's there's quite a few of them on the market. So, But this is the first time Blue Moon did it, and they did it well. We're going to be talking at a very terse pace tonight as we try to squeeze in an entire show in an hour and 30 minutes. So I can have my date with Mrs. McFavorite. <laughs> um, actually, it's not that bad. We've got, I've got two hours and Lotus has two hours. So that's good. Uh, DCC. That, for people that don't know what that is, that is my local Comic-Con. It is Denver Comic-Con. This is in our con news segment. Our tickets are available for next year already. So that's pretty crazy Mm. that they're on sale like seven, eight months in advance. Yeah. Um, Much cheaper than last year. Last year was ridiculous. Like, I think it was like 100, 120 bucks. This year it's 75 for all three days. And the cool thing that they did, this I love. And they have, they've always done this because our Comic Con was started based on a program called Comics in the Classroom. Uh, a nonprofit organization was doing this program, this, uh, and they decided to start a Comic Con. And hmm. there's been some shakeup and some drama with it, but uh, they haven't forget forgot they have not forgotten the children. Uh, a three day child pass 
is $7.50. So that's kind of awesome. I mean, parents are still screwed. 75 and 75 (laughs) is still not that bad. I mean, we get, we get some of the, uh, uh, bottom of the line a listers top of the line b lister people at our comic con so if anyone's interested in coming just let me know (laughs) uh maybe we can uh maybe i can sell uh a few mounds of toys and (laughs) and be able to use our (laughs) guest bedroom as a guest bedroom um let's see here that is it for con news i love the winter Next up, toy news. Okay, this is going to be the big debate here. New MP images. So, uh, first up, the one that everybody's talking about is our good old friend, Mr. Dinobot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, sir. No, sir. I, I don't like it. I do not like it. I have not seen visible proof that the scale is correct. It seems way too big. Mm, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't actually, uh, I didn't rewatch any of the cartoons to prepare for this or anything, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, people, people say the scale is, is right around what it should be. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. People, people are saying that he definitely was, uh, larger than all the other characters, including Rhinox. Yeah, so. and, I, and I can see that. And the the picture we link to it is misleading because that's the Voyager like universe Rhinox or mm-hmm. something. But I'm just saying, compared to Prime, like I remember him like standing toe to toe with Prime because they were always fucking bitching at each other mm. and fucking he was not that big he did not come up to the middle no i'm i'm not saying definitively i'm this is all me trying to remember my college years you know which good luck with that uh (laughs) but yeah it's just way too big um the (laughs) and i'm sure it's masterful but uh there's a transfer there's pictures of a transformation sequence and it just looks like a jumble of parts that you kind of like unfold and then twist around and then fold back up, which. But, but that was, I mean, from what I do know, I mean, that's pretty much the way, you know, he transformed, you know, in the cartoon, the CGI just basically made him turn inside out. So I guess that's true. I do that's, remember that weird flipping you know, thing. Yeah, there wasn't an actual action, you know, a transformation. It was just like he just turns himself inside out. So I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't think I faulted for that. But yeah. So I mean, your mileage may vary. For some people, this may just be a gorgeous thing. Uh, for other people, it might be the the antichrist. And then, like, why is a why is a two hundred and fifty dollar again American market price uh, masterpiece being wasted on a Beast Wars guy? You know, it's uh, there's been lots of divisive conversations on some of the different groups. Um, I don't participate in a lot of them, but I like to lurk and you know people cross post things and 
yeah, there's some people that are just like, this is the way it should be. And I just, yeah, I, I have a, I have a friend, uh, who is definitely into beast wars and he says, this is amazing to him. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, he's, he, he grew up with it and, uh, he says this is phenomenal. So I don't know. We'll see. He'll, he'll be buying it. So I'll get to see it firsthand. See, so. that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, and uh, Amazon. Just to let you know, uh, Amazon Japan does actually have it up for pre-order. So with shipping, it comes out to like twenty thousand yen. It's it's around like it's right at that two hundred dollar mark right now with shipping. And they're allowing Americans to order. I know that it is. I, I added it to my cart. I was able to go all the way through to the end right before confirmation. Nice. Mm-hmm. See, I love that thoroughness right there. You didn't say, eh, I don't know. I just saw it on there. You no, actually because tried to walk through the checkout process. Yeah, I, I yeah because I had a problem with Sunstreaker, and I ended up just ordering through uh, Anime Express. But actually, now for some reason, it's allowing me to add uh, uh, that to my cart and go all the way through the checkout. It's not, it's not denying me right before. Huh. So I think that it, Amazon Japan is weird. I don't know why there's there was limitations to when the pre-order originally came out, and now you can just you know you're allowed to go all the way through to checkout. So now, and I know it was the uh, case previously where it was Amazon Japan as the seller shipper. Is that the case <laughs> with this? Obviously, yeah. I, I only I would only yeah exactly yeah amazon japan is a seller shipper and you know you can't use prime or anything they're they're like a separate you have to have a separate login and everything i had to enter my credit card information separately so i couldn't use my original uh amazon account yeah i did that back when uh when was the first what was the first like big splash like oh my god you can order stuff from amazon japan um, I don't know if it was, was it Ironhide or maybe not? Maybe that was too old. Um, I know I bought, um, what did I buy? Did I buy, I think I bought Ratchet. Um, I'm trying to think which one that I, that I bought from them successfully. I yeah. think it was Ratchet, but. Cause I know I set my account up and everything and then just never pulled the trigger. Uh, Sunstreaker, so you're a pass on Dinobot? Am I, is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, I just, I, I passed on, I actually purchased, I bought um, Primal, and I ended up selling it just sealed. I, I never, I just said, you know, I'm not going to do this. I, I don't have any kind of connection to this. I'm not going to start this line, and I'm kind of glad that uh, that I, you know, that I held back on it. But Sunstreaker, 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, really, really like the way he's turning out. The only thing that I'm a little concerned about is it looks like in the uh, the LP500S mode, the, the actual car mode, uh-huh. uh, it, it looks like it's a painted spoiler. And then the pictures above look like chrome. So I'm not too sure if we're going to get chrome and painted. But I, I hope that we still do get the chrome, uh, you know, uh, the chrome uh, intakes and, uh, you know, the, uh, the the chrome spoiler as well. Yeah, I'm I'm of the opinion and I'm not a big masterpiece guy myself. I pick and choose, but I'm of the opinion that if you make a masterpiece, if there was chrome on the G1 toy, 
that Chrome needs to be the same on the masterpiece. Make it as cartoon accurate as you want to. And like you say, maybe give us two different versions of it that can be swappable. But a masterpiece toy to me would not be a masterpiece without the right Chrome. Yeah. And and it's funny because the, the prior pictures, it was, it was Chrome. And now in this latest picture, this latest magazine scan, it looks like it's maybe a silvery white and then picture above still looks like Chrome to me. So I don't know. It's, it's deceiving. I'm not too sure. And see, and, and, to that point, I would even be okay with a painted. Oh God! No, no I don't. Yeah, no, no not no, with no, Prime really having. Painted. Yeah, I was going to say not with Prime having the Chrome. He's kind of the benchmark. So if well, Prime has Chrome, then other people I, I, have Chrome. I I think they'll I think they'll re- redo Prime honestly. Yeah, I think they'll make it. You know, make them with uh, white legs and you know fudge that dude. You keep that stuff to yourself. They're oh. going to do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't mention there is a video. Uh, it's just uh, still screenshot or still pictures um, If for Dinobot, if you want to check that out in the show notes. Um, and then lastly, Jesus, three generations of Masterpiece figures. So what do we think about that? We have three uh, generations in one, in one, uh, one show here. Yeah, pretty cool. I mean, uh, we've got the movie line, so we've got uh, Barricade coming up here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're trying to go for. To me, I, I mean, I didn't really pay too much attention to the way Barricade looked, but I didn't think he had that rust-looking stuff on his face. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that comes from. Again, I'm kind of... It's like the Dinobot, like, oh, yeah, I watched Beast Wars 23 years ago. You know, like this, I'm like, I haven't seen the first Transformers movie in five years. Well, I can tell you this does not look like Barricade from the first movie. Oh, absolutely. is this this the... uh, what was it? Was it the last one or the one before I, that Barricade? I, I don't know, but this really doesn't look like the first movie Barricade, so I'm really not too sure. I mean, the car mode definitely does, but, I mean, it's a Mustang, but, yeah, I, I don't know. That that face doesn't doesn't ring any bells um, with me for, for Barricade. Um, I don't know. I'm not too sure why they... The, the, that rust... That Russ uh, mustache or whatever it is, that's yeah. uh, that's kind of throwing me off a little bit. <laughs> and the uh, the car mode, I mean, is you know, it's it's a it's a nice Mustang, but it's um, I'm not too sure why the you know they had to make that slice the way it is. Um, and the way I look at it is, if 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 they can't transform it correctly, then most likely it's going to be a paneling mess when we get it as well. So. Yeah. It may may not panel together correctly, and you may have you know kind of lines going through it. I I think uh, our our <laughs> knowledge of the uh, character speaks speaks a thousand words. Uh, yeah, this is a complete pass. I think this could be thirty bucks, and I wouldn't buy it. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if if you were to pre order from one of the one of the sites, uh, you can get it for about sixty five plus shipping. So, I mean, it's it's not as expensive as any of the other ones, but yeah. still, 
you know. Yep, not for me, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, next up, Vern, we're missing you, man. I'm sorry, Vern. Every time we touch on a Mo2 story, Vern will get an apology during this show. Uh, so, <clears throat> last the, two shows ago, we talked about that we hadn't seen any weapons for anybody. Uh, last show, we talked about that they described all of the weapons. And then now we actually get uh, visible uh, pictures of the weapons that come with all the Masters of the Universe. Classics figures coming up in Wave 2, which, a uh, little update here, which makes me really angry, you know, being that I don't have a job, and but still don't want to pay double for things. Uh, they uh, extended the sign-up period for these until we get the first wave of figures. So they're hoping that was going to be the end of November. So we're coming up very close on that and haven't had any updates since they said it would be the end of November. Uh, but finally, finally, we get pictures of all of the accessories, what you will get with these guys. And they weren't kidding when they said uh, Manny Faces, that he'll just come with everything you could possibly think he would come with. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he does have uh, five accessories. Now, the one thing they're not showing is this is if he flips faces still. So that's still a big question. Uh, and then we've never seen the full sorceress. So we get the wings up, the wings down, and we get to see Zor on a perch. And uh, two different heads, uh, different paint schemes on them, it looks like. So that's probably... You know, that that is interesting, though, that they are actually showing the two head sculpts. But for many faces, they're not showing exactly. any type of a transformation. Yeah. Exactly. So if you thought, like, if we thought that that was a barrel, you know, thing that you turned, that you could open somehow and turn it like the original... I would say this is saying no. And then we get uh, Mr. Tongue Lasher here, and he is what we expected. And then once once again, just to prove the point, Tongue Lasher, you can see that they're showing without the tongue and with the tongue. Yeah. So I have a bad feeling about that, uh, about that uh, Manny Faces. Mm -hmm. But, you know, these guys are kind of fun. Like, for Halloween, they had the Skeletor, the skeleton, you know, like, cardboardy thing mm -hmm. used to hang on your door. Like, that's fun. They're, like, doing fun things. They're collectors. Uh, the reason why they started Reaction in the first place, uh, they started it. They just partnered with Funko for distribution. The reason why they started Reaction is because they wanted these toys that never existed. Um so I could see them like, hey, look, we're giving you like five weapons. Don't bitch about the head. But then when we get it, the head actually moves. Yeah. And they're like, we, you know, you got to keep something a surprise nowadays, mm -hmm. you know? Sure. But, uh, so yeah, looks good. I'm, I'm glad I pre-ordered. It just sucks that I couldn't have put it off until I actually did receive my, 
uh, shipment of figures. I was looking at it. I I think it's been a year and a half now since we pre-ordered those. Maybe a year uh, since we pre-ordered Wave 1. Starting to feel like a statue collector. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's because it's all because they're art toy guys. So they don't care about like, uh, Mm -hmm. and I like it. They say they're, they say that they are um, making sure everything's perfect. So good. Um, Let's see here. Acquisitions. Uh, Rumor about uh, Hasbro buying Takara Tomy. Uh, this one I looked less into as soon as the Mattel one hit. Uh, yeah. But that it, Mattel one was debunked too, right? It wasn't debunked. It's, it's that they made an offer and it was, they way, turned them down. Yeah. It was way yeah. too low, but that's what you would do. Right. I mean, mm. you're spending, well, I guess you could take the tact that I'm just going to come in here and throw so much cash in your face. You're going to be like, please buy us okay so that's one tact right or the other one is you lowball them and say that's insulting and then you say okay i'll give you an extra billion you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess so or they just don't care and they just want to stay by themselves yeah I would like to see that more than anything. Somebody put it perfectly on a Facebook post I was reading about this, and they they said something like, basically, I want more toy companies, not less toy companies. Right? You know, yeah. you, you don't want to you don't want to have a monopoly anywhere. I mean, exactly. that that just if all these companies combine, then we're gonna definitely have no say at all in, in anything. We're not gonna have any voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like so. Pretty crazy, but uh, interesting times we're living in. It'd be pretty amazing to see Hasbro swallow. (gasps) Oh, my God. All right, everybody, stop. We need a nail break. Mrs. McFavorite and Little Miss McFavorite are doing nails. Oh, my God. Those are so pretty. They're so pretty. What's your favorite one? Show me your favorite nail. All of them are your favorite? I love that. All right, Mom. Did you do your nails or just hers? Just hers. All right. I'm about to take a shower. Okay. I'm sure all the listeners wanted to know that. (laughs) Mrs. McStinky. Mrs. (laughs) McStinky. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes I really regret having a very very, uh, open mic. Hey, you said that was you. That's all you. Hey guys! It's just one guy. (laughs) Bird Bird got mad at me and 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 didn't come on because I was so late, and I deserve it. I did it for a selfish reason. It's awful. So I'm apologizing every time Vern comes up. Lotus. Oh hey! Hello. They say, uh, he he says, hello. Hello. Okay, this isn't making for good radio. Get out of here. (laughs) Go clean your dirty body. And you listeners, clean your dirty minds. Um, All right. Uh, So, yeah, acquisitions suck. Fuck that. This is going to be like fucking, uh, if you haven't seen it, 
the original death race from like 1977 and 78 Roger Corman's and then he re uh he did a new one um and I can't even remember what it's called like death race something something but uh he did a new one and it was all about how corporations run the world and it's awesome B movie godlike uh, cinema. So if you're pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I've seen that. That was what that Jason Statham guy. Oh, dude! Do you want me to punch you in your mouth? No. That is an abomination to the Roger Corman, Roger Corwin fucking Death Race series. Okay. Some stupid studio had the rights and made some ridiculous action movie with in the same vein. It's actually not too bad. Like I dug it. But, uh, yeah, they made, like, three of those. But, no, this is, like, a throwback, like, what if he made this movie back then kind of thing. It is, it's beautiful. So, uh, anyways, FS7 updates. We got a lot, a lot of updated figure shots. Uh, So, first we get a revised Dusty. Uh, Pretty much all they did here, from what I could tell, it's kind of a fun game, like, oh, let's compare and find which one, what doesn't look like the other, Mm -hmm. is camo pants and red uh, metal on his beret. That's the only thing I see different. Uh, But that's cool. They're listening to people. They're able to make some changes. Uh, and then let's see the new ones we saw. We talked about knock. Uh, I think we talked about Treadmark or Skidmark, correct? I don't remember, but I know we did talk about Cobra commander's, uh, outfit there. <laughs> it's gorgeous. <Dad. laughs> it's a little pearlescent. It, I, I speak from experience. It's just going to be white. It looks yes. kind of wispy to me, the way a girl's <laughs> dress would be wispy. Okay, I remember wispy. So, yes, we talked about that. Uh, and we got the Dreadnought Chaos. We got Treadmark instead of Skidmark. And then we got the thing that everybody's fawning over, the Tomax. So this is the complement to the Zaymont that came in the last one. And, of course, I have to have these. And, uh, and I'm ordering this set. But the match to this guy from the last set, I can guarantee you will easily be $100, $120 for a three and three quarter figure that if I would have been faster and not hesitated, I could have bought for $40. Oh, God. makes Shit like that makes me sick to my stomach. People that don't use their turn signals and shit like that makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> use your turn signals, fuckers. Um, and then there was just a kind of a quick note that, uh, eight has been confirmed. So they, uh, they're going to try to put out one more FSS before their contract expires with GI Joe. And, um, so they're going to be doing a Joe con in 2018 and the next Hascon is 2019. So it sounds like it is almost, and we'll talk about a couple more things coming up, but it sounds like it's almost a given that uh, their contract will not be extended and G.I. Joe will become part of Hascon for 2019. So that'll be, that'll be interesting. 
Now, I almost literally put another section in the show notes just for Mr. Stark for statue news. Uh, but uh, it didn't turn out to be so crazy. There's one story I did omit, uh, which we'll bring up because we're actually making good time. But uh, we get new shots of the Imaginarium art devastator. So we get a torso here. Looking good. What's what's your thought, Mister High High End, Large Scale um, Guy? Yeah, I mean, so you got to put this into context. Um, so most of their statues are, you know, about thirty inches tall. Um, mm-hmm. You know, about twenty inches wide, just to kind of give you an idea of the size of these things. This thing, you know, there's no reference of scale. You know, they're just all kind of large format. Um, there's, you know, people are saying that it'll be 26 and I, I'm guessing this is going to be one of their, on the larger side. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is probably going to be up in the 30, you know, 30 plus inch, uh, you know, height. Um, I mean, it's cool, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's very detailed. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's like they, they choose their own way of, of, you know, interpreting the art Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, it's a very, very detailed, uh, you know, devastator. So if that's, if that's, you know, what you, what you're interested in, then, you know, I, I think it'd be great to have this once again, you know, statues are, are there to, there's people who feel that, you know, when, when people come over their house, they don't want toys in a display case. They feel they can justify it if, if it's in a statue form. Oh, that's not a toy. That's a statue. You know, <laughs> excuse me. You know, <laughs> so there's, there's people, and, and that's some serious banter that I, that I read. So, um, you know, for this, I mean, yeah, if Devastator is your favorite character and you're looking to spend, you know, in that $1,500 range, um, go ahead and get, you know, get this as a showcase. And then, you know, you could, you could have this in the center of your, of your cabinet and, uh, you know, have your transformers all around it. Um, you know, I, I think that's really what statues are really there to, uh, to, to, you know, to have, you know, unless you're actually a statue collector and you're looking to, to, to collect all those, all the, the statues. Um, they just actually uh, put up for pre-order their Starscream statue. Uh, so it's Coronation Starscream um, sitting on a, a base, uh, like a throne. Um, and, uh, you know, once again, it's definitely cool. Um, but for me, I am not buying Transformer statues. So... You know, I'm a statue collector, but when it comes to Transformers, I just, uh, this is just not for me. Well, holy shit. I don't think I ever caught that you don't buy Transformers statues. I do not. Huh. Interesting. Well, that's, I like to have your objective opinion about it then. Uh, Because like, yeah, once you're like, I really like that. I'm going to buy that. You get a little biased, you know, you don't uh, fucking... He, I need to get a nickel for every time I mention this guy, but Bobby Skullface said something about like people that come and watch his videos and get pissed off about his reviews are always the people that have already bought the toy and they right. just want mm-hmm. a second opinion that says they made a good purchase, you right. know? 
So I kind of agree with that, that uh, it's it's nice to get somebody that can appreciate the art. You know, you're, you're a yeah, absolutely. collector, but that, you, you know, you will you have to put it that. And you truly have to put it into perspective, meaning, you know, the price on these things are very expensive. It is not – it's not like me going to, you know, to buy a $300 combiner. So if I want to, if I want to spend $300 on a combiner – That'll still get me a two hundred, you know, a, a two foot tall devastator. That's fine. I can do that. But this is going to be fifteen hundred bucks, you know, <laughs> plus shipping. So you, you really have to want it. You really have to like it. And uh, you know, like I said, I think transformer statues are really good for you know complementing uh, a transformer collection and having you know, if devastator is your favorite character, then you know, go ahead and spend the money on devastator. Yeah, and I, I, you posted something uh, showing off, or not you, you commented on a listener's, oh, and that's awful that I don't know the name, uh, that had the master's statues, and then had, or was that Peter? No, I, I posted, yeah, I posted a picture of a, a fellow collector who uh, basically collects, um, you know, master's universe statues. And he did have, you know, the figures, the Masters of the Universe figures along, you know, inside the display. Um, you know, I mean, I probably would have organized a little bit differently myself. Um, yeah. But I do feel that you can create, you know, a really nice display if you have the right cabinetry. And, uh, you know, it's all about the organization of the statues. And I think you could, I mean, he had, he had Snake Mountain, you know, he had the castle, um, you know, he had a lot of, a lot of nice pieces in that display. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think I, the way you describe the devastator makes much more sense to me that you buy like this, the epitome of your focus, you know, or of your love, whatever you want to call it, stick it in the middle and then, like, put every version of it around it. So, like, right. a centerpiece thing like that and a display concept, it makes it makes much more sense. I, yeah. I, I like that. Because, uh, like I say, I could see kind of that happening with what was posted, but there just wasn't enough action figures, and then they weren't really posed. And, no, they, know, they were just but, scrunched. Yeah, I yeah. would – if I had that type of collection, I would actually probably build a custom cabinet to be able to handle a really nice – because that's a lot of money sitting there. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of money in figures, a lot of money in statues. Um, and it's really – Really, a lot of people they they do just go with the IKEA cabinets, and that's the be all end all. And they don't realize they just spent you know there's probably ten grand sitting in that picture, and you know they have just the IKEA you know the IKEA cabinets, you know the two hundred dollar cabinets or hundred fifty dollar cabinets, you know. So yeah, if, if you're gonna do it, you got to do it the whole way, you know. And uh, and one thing I just want to you know mention about these statues, they always come out with swap out limbs, so you're going to have different poses. Um, you know, they obviously haven't shown all this off yet, but they're always there's always going to be different limbs to give you a different uh, you know different formation um, for the for the character. Yeah. So, trust me, we will not be doing a uh, statue segment, but uh, there's some statue information for you. <laughs> yeah. um, official Stinger. 
So we have a third-party company making one. Now we have an official one. Uh, great alt mode. Uh, the bot mode has a little bit to be desired. Uh, but yeah, looks like we'll... It, I'm curious to see if it becomes one of those uh, Asian-only market things that doesn't get picked up and then it becomes super popular. Uh, but it looks good. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just not into the movie characters. Although that lockdown, I'm still, I'm still pretty impressed with that lockdown. I've been seeing a lot of, a lot of videos, a lot of, uh, a lot of nice pictures on that lockdown, the unique toys one. Yeah. I'm, so that one's already out then? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe I should go look at a video because again, I, I'm kind of like everybody else. I'm a little baffled about the lockdown, and then I don't even know. I don't think it's the same company, but the Prime, the last night Prime, like how does it go from so smooth to so this, straight? You this you, yeah, this unique toys Peru kill is amazing. It is the most. It's just a very phenomenal transformation, and everything lines up perfectly. So it's really an amazing piece of engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely interested. You should take a take a look at it. Yeah. I will add that to my review list. Uh, let's see, new Lego poly bag. Uh, so, in a screenshot from a video, and I didn't even watch the video, but you can see it there on the title screen. Once it loads, it looks like we get. Uh, I forget what this is called. Ky- I don't know if it's just Kylo Ren's shuttle. Yeah, 3030 Kylo Ren Shuttle. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep, there we go. So, new poly bag to look out for. Uh, Seeing it this time of year, that means this will be the Easter and and sometimes, strangely, Valentine's Day poly bag. So, when it's those holidays, make sure you're checking your target seasonal areas. Uh, Toys R Us, like on the edges of the Lego displays and then Walmart's God, Walmart's awful with poly bags. You're, you're lucky to find a poly bag in a Walmart. I was at, I was at target when I, um, a couple days ago and I saw, um, it, they had a millennium Falcon, uh, little poly bag too. So I don't know. That's something to look out for. Yes. Yeah. And I've actually got that right in front of me. Literally. Listen, it looks cool. And this is, this is a really interesting one, uh, because normally the poly bags will be anywhere from like 50 to 70 pieces. This one is only 20. So this is basically, uh, it's basically one of the advent calendar models that they added a couple pieces to, uh, because that's right about what you get with the advent calendars, about 20 pieces per model. It looked cool. It had a little stand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what makes it dope is it's got a little clear Lego uh, uh, rod and it has a little uh, tampoed Lego Star Wars stand. So, again, not as cool as most of the mini models, but cool in its own right. It's more elegant than something you put in a kid's stocking. So kind of a cool little desk toy for sure. Um, let's see. Transformers gets beat by Wiffle Ball, Clue, and then my favorite, just like 
sand was one and stick was one or something. Uh, <laughs> it gets beat by paper airplanes yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. To, oh my God. I just read through some of the comments on this TFW and I'm just like, I am so glad that I am not on like fan site boards yeah. and more power. I mean, maybe people find their niche and have a good like little family of stuff that comments on stuff they're interested on. But man, this like free flow of like just shit talking and whining and oversensitivity and you know yep. all of it combined is too much for me. <laughs> That's why I'm not on the forums. <laughs> yeah. Don't care. Oh, and some stuff's amazingly witty and like, oh my god, I wish that guy was my friend, you know, kind of thing. But yeah. Uh, so, uh, the Toy Hall of Fame vote concluded since our last show. And, uh, like I say, Wiffleball Bat, Clue, and Paper Airplanes are the three inductees for this year's Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, Transformers missed it again, unfortunately. So, I'm sure they will be back next year. Uh, let's see. Oh God, this is very divisive and I love it. Uh, make Autobots great again. Uh, so (laughs) the new, have you read this or did you see this? Yeah, no, I I read the original post that XV put up from Radio Free Cybertron and, uh, I don't know. I, (laughs) I think it got, I think it just got blown out of proportion. Honestly, I don't. I agree. I I mean, I don't think there's any malicious thing going on here. Uh, At the very worst, you have a Hasbro designer, uh, very right wing, you know, and, and trying to make a statement here at the very most innocent. It does. It did literally. It was a joke based on it, you know, that this is, this is on what now, and this is awfully racist of me. Uh, this is on what it traditionally was thought of as a black character. You know, if robots can have black, you know, like you want to talk about, uh, skids and mud flap, that kind of shit. So, but the work, the work that they put into this with Thickening the stroke rate of the stroke weight of the Autobot hieroglyphs and everything and yeah. matching like <clears throat> perfectly. That's like, ooh, yeah, that's a that's a little interesting. So, what do you think? Is it a vendor? Like they say, they say our vendor. So they basically mean the factory stamped this on there as a joke. I mean, I don't, I don't even know. I mean, the the. The Cybertronian hieroglyphics, I mean, you can hardly really make those out, those characters out. Um, I mean, who knows if that's really what it translates to. You know, those characters are, they're not very defined, you know. Yeah. And they, these are super small. I mean, this is blown up. I don't I don't have any of the Power of the Prime figures, but, and, you know, and then there's people out there. You know, I already, I, I saw the, the one guy today in the, in the cafe, he's he was selling, uh, 
you know, he's he's like uh, you know Trump Trump jazz, you know, for sale. <laughs> get get the get the f out of here, you know, Trump jazz. You know, we we don't. So yeah, I didn't realize where I thought the news article I linked to had the artwork for it. It does. That's oh, I mean, it ha- it has the close up of the hieroglyphics. No, there was there was one that showed somebody take the hieroglyphs and replicate what would happen if you tried to print something very small oh, like okay. this. And yeah, that's what made it amazing. Uh, let me see. Maybe was it the? Yeah, I don't know. All I know is this was. It was XZ and then his one of his friends, I guess, who did the translation or something. And yeah, uh, when I looked at it, there was a uh, like basically what they did in like Photoshop or Illustrator to take the the hieroglyphs and and do a big outline like you would have to do in printing to make something like this even show up, and it was identical. So that's what I'm like. Yeah, I can't find. Maybe they took that down. Maybe it was, maybe it was turned deemed fake news. So that's that's what this is. (laughs) (laughs) We we we've given this too much time. I believe. I agree. I agree. All right. So hey, we're actually doing good. We're ahead of time for once in our life. Even being late, we're ahead of time. That's that's like an oxymoron. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and take a break right now, and we'll come back with third-party news. Peace. Peace. Who are you? I'm Manny Faces with the power to change from man to robot to monster. Oh, no. He-Man, He-Man. He-Man sold separately. Hello, friend. Hi, He-Man. He's your friend? Friend and ally. He's just kind of weird sometimes. In specially marked packages, Manny Faces comes with five extra weapons. He-Man and Manny Faces each sold separately. Part of the Masters of the Universe collection. All right, guys, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into third party. First up, the big talk of the town. Fan stories. (laughs) Aerial bots, Superion. So looking good. Uh, Yeah. Basically just the the turnaround of, uh, I couldn't remember it last time either. Silverbolt. Silverbolt, there you go. Uh, so yeah, looks good. We get the other ones blurred out in the back, which, I mean, we can essentially see them, but I guess they're, they're already done. So they're going to do the release. Uh, they said this is going to be the biggest combiner yet, right? What was it? Either, uh, like it's going to be right up there with the toy world constructor. Mm-hmm. Which seemed like, why are you building it that big? Like, if everybody loves Toy World Constructors scale, these other ones should be smaller, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I don't know what they're trying to go for. I guess, I guess maybe that's a, that's like a, a, a show and comic 
opinion of it because i guess devastator was the same size as superion right in the toy form mm-hmm. yeah so, mm. i guess it just goes to what scale are you looking for what look you're looking for for your mp kind of cool that you have so many options yeah and they're they're gonna do it you know they'll do it the right way but um you know it's they're gonna be i'm sure they're gonna be pricey you know yeah. and um <laughs> You know, who knows if these are going to, you know, be loaded with die cast or maybe they'll just go on the route of, you know, kind of how the the cesium line is, you know, the, uh, whatever that's called, the more plastic uh, Dinobots that they re- reinvented. Yeah, exactly. The cheap, cheaper line. Yeah, I'm just looking at this nose. <laughs> My attention has been looking at this yeah, nose. I, I'm trying to understand why... Um, and this is where I should have done. My oh, okay, research. so it turns around. So no, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, so somebody that's really invested in fans, toys, aerial bots, let us know what they're trying to demonstrate there. Uh, 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 uh Deltagar, Deltagar. Uh, this is. I put this in here, not that anyone gives a shit besides me, but I just love when Kickstarters do, hey, pay $10,000 and we'll make an action figure sculpt of you. And uh, so I love the people that are dedicated enough to spend that kind of money to have themselves professionally sculpted. And uh, this one actually shows the headshots that they provided or that he provided, I'm sure, and what they came up with in relationship to it. And it's perfect. I mean, yeah. if that was me, I'd be like, that's exactly what I look like and or want to look like. Like smiling big, you know, a little bit sinister. You know, they've got a little bit of turned up brows there. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I, I love that shit. I love I love my little Star Wars guy that I thought was the future of toys when I was at my first PowerCon a couple years ago. Walked into a Target and it scans your face and puts it on a 12-inch uh, Stormtrooper or Princess Leia or something else. And it's really good. It looks like me. I mean, it's a little goofy. Like, the eyes are a little dead. It has that kind of uncanny valley symptoms. <laughs> but uh, but I was like, 35 bucks? This is awesome. And I've never seen one since. So, And nobody posts about him ever. So maybe they were a test market and it didn't go well or something. Uh, Boss Fight Studios has a bunch of news up first uh generals joe's justin bell has taken a look at their upcoming or i think it's available now the uh bucky o'hare three and three quarter figure so very cool swappable faces i can i can say this because i finally bought my first real sh figure arts instead of a movie realization one they kind of have an SH figure arts kind of swappable face. Or am I thinking of NECA's? Let me look. No. 
uh, more like SH figure arts kind of swappable face. Uh, they do warn that the tolerances aren't quite right on it, so you want to be careful with that. But looks like an amazing three and three quarter figure. I mean, just absolutely dope. However, I like it better in scale with a Legends figure. Like, he seems big to me standing next to a three and three quarter figure. Yeah, but in, in all fairness, they used Rocket as an example, it looks like, from the Legends line. Uh, uh, the one I'm looking at is uh, the Punisher. Oh, okay. And so it's it's not too bad, but yeah, amazing stuff. If Bucky O'Hare's your thing, uh, when they announced this, I literally bought me a carded version to have right next to it when it came out. So I'm very excited. That was a pre-order from a year ago, so it doesn't count on my not buying toys. If <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite is listening. <laughs> Uh, let's see. They also showed two new blanks and new accessory sets. Uh, so these blanks are in peach, which is kind of interesting. It's just kind of a different flesh tone. And then, uh, the new accessory sets from the new series, uh, from Boss Fight Studios. Uh, so that is looking very, very good if you are a Boss Fight fan. And then something I think we can all get behind, at least anybody that likes three and three quarter, they are going to be doing a Kickstarter for a horse. <laughs> so you're, you're, are you serious? Or is there sarcasm? <laughs> I or? No, I've absolutely bought I am like, if you dig three and three quarter and you want a realistic horse and you like boss fight stuff, they are going to do a horse. I mean, we've got, it looks like, uh, one, two, three, four, eight. One, two, three, at least there. So that's a. Uh, two, three, four. Oh, God, I'm losing my mind here. One, two, three. So that's six. That's 14. Neck, you're going to have another one. So. 15, head 16, 17. Yeah, I mean, we're we're getting close to like 20 points of articulation. I'm sure it's going to be much more than that. Maybe throw in some ears. Uh, the picture that was taken is not that great, unfortunately. Uh, but that's going to be a new Kickstarter coming from them. Now, anything you have in your display that you need a horse for? No. <laughs> nothing if I needed a horse I'd go to Toys R Us and they have that uh, I don't know how it's pronounced if it's uh, Schley Toys yeah the Schley but they, they have really really nice uh, you know they're just static figures but they're cheap and uh, if I need a horse I can buy one there for cheap well we'll talk about it when we get into store reports but uh, world peacekeeper horses are no slouches either so uh <laughs> Let's see. Last up, role-playing game. Jesus Christ. So uh, Marauders, if you weren't aware of, the Marauder Task Force originally launched as a game system. And I literally think it was done just because gaming was the number one category on uh, Kickstarter at the time. They were one of the first people to use Kickstarters for action figures. 
and the gaming section was number one. So they said these were gaming figures, but they were G.I. Joe's. You know, they were three and three quarter military figures with swappable accessories. Um, and so they said, hey, we're going to be doing this eventually. Well, it's taken them five years or however long it's been now. Uh, but they actually did do a role playing game for Marauders Task Force. Hmm. Um, most of, most of the pledge levels only have to do with the game. Uh, there is a couple figures that you can unlock that have never been done before. Uh, but beyond that, there's some accessory kits. Uh, these, there's a game accessory pack. And basically, that is the World Peacekeeper's accessories. So I'm sure you saw uh, uh, Peter posting about the 70 accessories that his barracks came with. Yeah. That's done by a Chinese company, but Marauders also buys those same things. So the barrels, crates, and sandbags are from that um, oh. that kind of knockoff company. Now, they do their own weapons, and they're amazing. So the arsenal pack is good. You have the, you have the stands, and then, like I say, a couple figures. But that's it. So not a lot of action figure-y stuff here. But if you're a role-playing uh, person anyways... Like, why not give this a shot? It's not that expensive, even for the full game. At least my limited knowledge of what tabletop gaming really can cost, you know? Hmm. So, interesting. If you've, uh, if you've never done role-playing, like, it has character cards and attributes, and it, it might be a little heavy for people that have never played, but if you're a fan, hey, why not? And we're getting really obscure here. So we've had Four Horsemen, we have Boss Fight Studios, and now we have Realm of the Underworld. Uh, so they finally did a new launch. And so these are uh, homages to the five five and a half inch uh, KO market from back in the day. Uh, obviously based off of He-Man figures, primarily. Um and so they did a new launch. Again, my thing, I've always shied away from these just because of the cost. I mean, they have them like, oh, they're marked down to 28 bucks, but they're 30 bucks plus shipping. Uh, their soft goods have, has always been incredibly goofy to me. Uh, but this time around, they have a cool, clear skeleton. You can't beat a clear figure and then the executioner even though it has soft goods it was executed pretty well uh so looking at these uh not being a master's guy you know not knowing that there's this whole like underground uh third party or not underground knockoff market of for master's toys from back in the day i mean what do you think looking at these uh, I mean, as an outsider, I would have absolutely zero interests. Whereas in if I decided to collect Masters of the Universe, I would start there. I still would have no interest in these figures, though. They don't pop in color, saturation, and everything the way Masters figures look. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would have no idea where they 
where they actually came up with this. But like you said, I mean, if it's from an underground KO market, then I don't know. You know. Yeah, and these are their own designs based on similar uh, knockoff stuff, uh, and 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 some not even you know. They were knockoff, but very popular knockoffs, that kind of stuff. Uh, some of them, some people even can compare it to like Transformers and GoBots, and I'm like, eh, not really. Uh, yeah. The other ones were very much, uh, much too close. Um, another independent toy company. So here we go. We're not just. We're just not talking the talk. We're walking the walk. We're supporting small, <laughs> small individual toy companies. Um, I am Elemental, uh, one of my favorite Kickstarters I ever did. I think that's because I got the exact... I just did a couple of them, and I got the exact ones I wanted. Uh, just got nominated as a finalist in the Toy of the Year for Action Figure of the Year and Rookie of the Year. So, and these are, these are amazing toys and they are really, uh, killing it with this. Uh, they have a kid's page for activities and coloring stuff. Uh, and then the coolest thing is, is they've signed a deal with, uh, Jim Henson for them to produce a cartoon or a, a, I don't think they pigeonhole it. They say a, a children's animation. So it may be 3D or something like that uh, for this toy line. That's a very positive, encouraging uh, thing for girls and young women. And the toys are fucking amazing. You know, if you're one of those people that can mix and match or you just really want a good toy, these are amazing. They're super reasonably priced, and you literally cannot support a better a better cause in action figures, in my opinion. Cool. But of course, Lotus isn't going to buy any, are you, Lotus? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and there, and not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> All right, store report. Okay, so people out there, I hit three targets just because I, I get sucked up in the passion, in the hunt. I hit three targets this week, hoping for power of the primes. Uh, nothing in my area when I actually went to the store. Then I go on here and I look up the DPCI, and of course, yeah, there's deluxe classes at every store. They're just not on the shelves, and I most yeah. and there's lots of stories of people getting them out from the back. So I kind of got a little pissed off about that, even more so because yesterday there was twenty five percent off of toys for one day. But anywho, once I'm over my sadness, here's some. There will be plenty more, plenty more know, sales, so I it's know. okay. But it's that that thrill, like they yeah. just started showing up this week. You know, there's a chance to get them twenty five percent off. Oh yeah, yeah you know? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I I hear you one hundred percent. I mean, they had that. They Target had that twenty five percent off coupon the couple weeks before, and you know now they had that other sale. And I'm sure they're going to have more. You know, it's the holiday season's just starting. 
Exactly. Exactly. So go to the show notes uh, in store report. There is a link to DPCIs from Sabertron for all of the Power of the Prime toys. You can see what's in your area. Uh, like the legends didn't even show up. Like they're like not even in our computers here. Again, and this is via BrickSeek, so your mileage may vary. But all of my stores have the deluxes and then uh, the Voyagers and leaders are showing up but they're out of stock everywhere which means they just haven't even gotten any in so that's what it's like in denver uh (laughs) (laughs) i i just start saying these things i'm like probably no one gives a shit what my stores have unless you're like one of the people i've met locally and you've listened Mm, Uh, no Uh, let's see, the ACTAT is hitting discount stores. Uh, still not as cheap as it should be, in my opinion, though. Uh, Ross stores are getting that new ADAT, new variation on the ADAT, uh, for $90. Um, I read somewhere, and I assume it's on this post. Uh, yeah, they have the, uh... First order Black Series Tie Fighter for seventy, some U Wings for seventeen, Tie Strikers for fifteen. Uh, somebody also thought they. I thought I saw that uh, Burlington Coat Factory has that ad at for uh, eighty dollars, so even ten bucks cheaper, which is weird. Burlington's usually more than Ross's, uh, but. So a lot of that Rogue One toy stuff is hitting your discount stores if you're interested in that. Still, it has to be 50 or less. $300 toy has to be 50 or less for me. To, and it's one of my favorite vehicles in the Star Wars universe. I mean, if not my favorite. And still, that hunk of junk is only worth 50 bucks. It's uh, good. Target. Now, they didn't have these when we went on Saturday because they did a little Star Wars scavenger hunt where they were giving out a poster of these guys and then a coupon for 10% off of a Lego set. Uh, But they didn't have them. But they have an exclusive Brickheads 2-pack with Jedi training. So, didn't get to see this in person. It says Limited Edition Collector's Pack. Now, are you collecting, uh, have you purchased any brick, brick heads or uh, this? no brick heads? Uh, I did one, I did the Skeletor of the, again, the knockoff version of these. The mega constructs. Yeah. Ones. Ones. Yeah. Uh, these look a little bit cleaner as they should be. They're Lego. Um, mm-hmm. there is a Hulk one that I just haven't pulled the trigger and, Little Miss McFavorite literally has no interest in these. They have okay. a they have a bell, they have a beast, um, and they're even coming out with a lot more. None of the Star Wars. She's just like, nope. She doesn't like the look of these at all. Okay. Well. So, I think they're just probably not dynamic enough for a kid. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, uh, they are brickheads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we were talking about the accessories from uh, that Marauder John uses for uh, for his site. Uh, those come from a line called World Peacekeepers. Uh, 
Peter has posted quite a bit about the new sets that are available on Amazon. Uh, we were talking about Big Lots, and he was saying that basically what Big Lots gets is stock that's years old. And the stuff that we were seeing on Amazon were their releases this year. Um, but there's talk of that Big Lots isn't going to continue carrying them. So once they get through all of this old stock, they'll never get the new stuff. So if you're interested in this stuff, there's lots of links on Amazon for it. But if you have a Big Lots around you and maybe you've never had any experience with it, Black Friday, they'll have 40% off on it. Um, and it really is kind of amazing. Uh, I bought, again, at a 20 to 40% off range. Like even full price, I wouldn't buy this stuff. But give me a sale and, and I'm in on it. Um, I bought a watchtower from them. And it came with so many cool little guns and, and backpacks and barrels and gas tanks and just all these little three and three quarter things that, again, some of them I had bought on Marauder John's thinking, man, these are amazing and paid like a dollar a piece for a barrel, you know, mm -hmm. when, when a $15 set has five of them and Bob wire and, you know, all this kind of shit. So, mm -hmm. uh, if you're a three and three quarter military collector or shit, maybe even just a barrel to put next to your transformer. Who knows? Maybe you want yeah. some gas tanks laying on a runway diorama or something. Who knows? Uh, online, uh, hard to find transformers back in stock. RC, at least as of this recording is available on, uh, Toys R Us again. She's been available for about three days now, so I don't know if her availability is just kind of finally plateaued. Uh, it is limit two, and it does say limited stock. So considering this will be out a week from now, probably not going to be available. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, the last night, uh, now this was something I'm kind of excited about. Um, I'm not pulling the trigger on it yet. Still trying to be good and not buy things that I don't feel are going to be thousands of dollars later on. Uh, but, uh, this is the deluxe premiere edition, blah, 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 deluxe Autobot hot rod. Um, and it's available on walmart.com right now, $16 and 38 cents. Uh, I have free pickup at my store. So you probably have free pickup there too. Yeah. Or free shipping. After. So, I mean, this is, so you, you like this, this design or, um, this is your definitive, you know, I know how you're always talking about buying a movie, you know, a definitive movie character. Is this, is this your idea of a definitive movie character or? It's almost more of a joke. It's, okay. It's, it is like, this was the stupidest thing in my opinion that they could have done with hot rod. Um, some people in the fandom love it. I think it was really stupid, uh, but it's a pretty car. You know, that robot isn't awful. Um, it makes me really sad that it's called Hot Rod, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, if I, if, if I wasn't under the embargo, it'd be an easy buy. Um, since I'm under the embargo, 
you know, if I start seeing it dry up or something, because there's little stipulations, like we're going to find out soon, that I am buying things, but uh, not just, like, whimsically, like, oh, yeah, there's that, hot rod, add to cart, bot, you know, kind of thing, so... So, yes, I think it's funny. I think it's awful. And I want it in my collection eventually. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that face is just ridiculous. But <clears throat> <laughs> It is. I agree. Uh, something else on Walmart.com. Now, this verges on the, hey, this will probably be the best price I ever find this for. And so if I do want this in my collection, now is the time to buy it, no matter what. Uh, still haven't pulled the trigger and I probably won't just because it's a big old space hog, but the TBS, uh, special or, uh, first order special forces tie fighter is down to the lowest price I've ever seen it. Uh, $50 on walmart.com right now. This mm-hmm. thing literally could be a coffee table and that's kind of what I was thinking about buying it for. Just turn it on its side, or you're talking about putting it the right side up and then putting a piece of wood on top of it. Oh, God, that's even better. See? You can use it it as legs and then just put a nice piece of... Or, I mean, I don't know how strong it would be, but, I mean, you could maybe put a piece of glass on it. Ooh, the piece of glass is even better. But I mean, how, how, what's the, what's the height of those? What's the the dimensions here? So the figure standing in front of it, I know that's always hard yeah, to tell, but that's it's six, six inch inches. Figure. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I wonder, it doesn't say what the uh, the height of the, I don't yeah. even know what they're called, the outer fins. I mean, if, if they're 20, you know, if it's 20, 24 inches off the ground, I think it would probably work out. Yeah, I could see that. Let's see, eight, 18, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be a nice... Oh shit! Now I've got to go hit YouTube and see because I was just talking about on the side, but you're right; it'd be even more elegant just sitting as the legs for something yeah. on top of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it could be a display stand for a display stand. Oh my god! Oh, oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> to YouTube after this or after uh, tomorrow sometime maybe. Uh, so we've had. A little bit of discussion about uh, display uh, stands and sets on the uh, Open Your Toys group. And now we get a couple pretty expensive options. Um, I haven't even looked at the sizes of these. So the very the most expensive one at 100 bucks has LEDs. These are all 112th. Um, there's, they say they only work for one twelfth and one eighteenth scale action figures. So that's pretty small. Well, and it's not too bad. At least they're not just three and three quarter. Wow. The led one has a ton of fucking leds. Like every wall. I thought it might be like one wall, but like every wall has leds on it. So that's kind of impressive. I mean, they, they look they look great. I mean, you know, I'm all about diorama pieces, and they look they look really nice. But at that kind of price, so so you're getting you're picking one panel for a hundred bucks, or let's see, no, how is this no, a set? I assume it's yeah, the entire set there. Okay, and then it basically they change to the LEDs change any color 
it yeah. looks like. Yeah. They, Which was even more impressive. But like you say, at that scale, it doesn't work with Transformers. Right, They're going to be right. poking their head out of the top, but yeah. Um, all right, so the next one down is 70 bucks. Looks like no LEDs in here, but still made with ABS double wall construction. No glue, screws, pliers, or paint required, so it's all going to snap together. So yeah, this one does look, it looks like the exact same one, right? With no LEDs? Yeah, it's just the same thing. No and LEDs. they just have a configured different seat. I mean, you could still put, you could probably mod it to put your own LEDs in there. Because the walls, obviously, they're saying that they're hollow. So yeah. you could probably open them up and put the LEDs in there. Jeez, yeah. Uh, so again, take a look at show notes if you're interested in those. Uh ubiquitous or not ubiquitous uh the uh standard hasbro toy shop free shipping on 25 bucks or more during the holidays code is live and then something that is kind of interesting uh tfc's what are they calling this stc or st commander i fudging love this but it's the, the jungle I, the camel version or no i think so my so here's what my optimus prime collection is all about is it is when they do unique molds of optimus prime and then they paint them in his g1 colors so like i have the hasbro leo prime but i have it when they repainted it in blue and reds mm. So, for the most part, that's how I like, you know, like I have the uh, MMC uh, Hearts of Steel Optimus Prime, but in the red and blue colors, not the black, which would make more sense for a steam engine and that kind of stuff. So, this is where I'm torn, if I ever get a job, uh, is... My collection is Optimus and G1 colors, but this it's this is Rolling Thunder. This is G.I. Joe. So like and the comic book appearance of them is the jungle version. Mm. So I'm just like, oh my God. And and another company did these and did them crappily and I didn't buy them. But now they're one of those weird things where people like, oh, they're not as bad as we thought. And now they cost five times the amount as they did when they came out. Um, it was the same thing. It was a green and then one in his in the real colors. And I'm just like, the jungle version is what I should have. But the G1 colors is what would go with my collection. So. Well, I mean, yeah, buy both. You know, buy <laughs> I don't know. I, I still, I still think something, something like this is is kind of a niche kind of thing, and I believe that if you wait and you can, you know, you get that first sale, you know, hit it at the first sale, yeah, and then at least you'll have it in your collection. You know, even if it's you know fifty bucks off, you know, don't yeah. wait until it goes on to deep clearance, but maybe once they run a first sale on it. So yeah, and and of course, like I say, I am I am third party weary, so I don't buy anything without reviews anymore. 
Yeah. Uh, so that'll be the true telltale on there. Tell, take, tell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what we got? What you got, Lotus? Uh, nothing toy related. Uh, ended up uh, installing some uh, track lighting. So uh, installed Ooh. track lighting and uh, put the Philips Hue color-changing bulbs. Oh. Got that tied into Alexa and eight, uh, eight of those bulbs. So it's a lot of control. And I'm having, having fun with it. You know, it's, uh, the Hue really makes it, uh, makes it fun, you know. I could imagine. Okay, so now how easy is it? Can you literally say, Alexa, turn a magenta power five or like? Yeah, yeah. You can you can talk. You can talk, and you basically you name the room. So whatever you know, whatever you name the room is is the keyword. So okay. you know, you you specify the keyword for the room, and then you can say you know one hundred percent or seventy five percent or. You can the the colors themselves. You know, you have to know, you know, what colors are available, and you can see it all in the programming. Yeah. You know, but once you know those keywords, you can you can talk normally to it, and uh, you know, Alexa does a pretty good job of of communicating with you. I haven't really had any issues with it, but um, I'm using the, uh, the there's a labs a Hue lab section, so I've, I've got that turned on, and <laughs> and uh, there's a nice uh, nice you know. Uh, pattern where it kind of goes through, you know, all these different colors and cycles it through, you know, and uh, and then I was just playing around with Christmas, you know, doing red and green, red and green, red and green. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, I've got uh, I've got track lanes. So all my statues are all nice and lit up, pretty now. Nice. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So, like I say, I uh, yeah. I, I'm still purchasing things uh, based on a certain rationale and criteria. <laughs> uh, so I got uh, the Black Series Ray's Speeder. Um, that was on clearance. I used my 25% off coupon for it. And then I had another, uh, oh, get a $10 gift card with a $50 toy purchase. So that essentially takes another 20% off of it. So I got Ray's speeder for $18. Uh, so originally $60. Oh, that's a good deal. Uh, when was the Force Friday? Like September 1st or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So literally uh, uh, three months ago, I got this. Uh, or three months ago, it was 60 and I got it for $18. Uh, there's a Mega Man X versus Iron Man 2 pack. On uh, it, it's a uh, it's a Capcom versus Marvel uh, Infinite two pack, and it's regular twenty bucks. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me! That day that I went to go that I got the speeder, it was on sale for twelve bucks, and then again you get the twenty percent off by getting the gift card. So I got that for ten bucks, so half off. Uh, let's see, I had Amazon pre-orders come in, so I got the Elite uh, 
Praetorian Guard with Heavy Blade, the ultimate First Order Trooper. Uh, I actually posted that up on the group. It's amazing. I took a picture of my toys and <laughs> and actually posted it. Uh, and then SH Figure Arts Bruce Lee, the Game of Death uh, uh, version with the yellow jumpsuit. That is just my favorite Bruce Lee uh, version and movie ever and so it is amazing like now i see what people are like sh figure arts yay uh, still i got it for the price of a black series figure so i don't know if i would pay double that for an sh figure arts figure uh but at that price i couldn't pass it up i got the barnes and noble pre-order of the black series guard four pack I got the Walgreens clone two pack and and then I got a cool uh, Toys R Us poster of the uh, snow what do they call them like uh, speed skiers or something I don't know it's the it's the series it's the vehicle that's kicking up the red dirt in the like uh, uh snow scene in the trailer not that lotus cares that's what i'm talking about but for star wars people <laughs> ski speeder i think that's what it's called a ski speeder so uh and i did that by buying a general hux for two dollars and I, I just bought a hux to get the poster so as you can see i'm still purchasing things i i mean uh, four of those things were pre-orders uh, the clone two pack, I just happened to hit one Walgreens with my daughter coming home from picking her up one night and they had it and I had a coupon for Walgreens for five bucks off. So I couldn't pass that up. So I'm awful. I'm not supposed to be buying toys and that's all the toys I got in the last two weeks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me sad. It really hurts my heart. It is crazy that I have this level of addiction that I can rationalize like, oh, because everything's 50% off or because it's a pre-order, you know? Most people that aren't supposed to be buying toys would be like, hey, I got this and I need to sell it. Who wants I, it? I, I, really, I really wish that you would, you know, set up your room with you know, cabinets and, and actually set everything up to start giving yourself some barriers to, you know, to, to tell yourself, be like, hey, does, will this fit into my collection somehow? Like, does this, is That's this it. something that I can fit into one of my displays? And if it's not, then at least you'll have something to think about. Right now, you're just, you're wild, wild west. There's <laughs> yeah. no barriers because you have a whole house to fill toys in, you know? Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> it, it definitely puts everything in perspective, you know? So. I agree. I agree. And I even said, I even promised somebody I was going to post uh, pictures of my collection last week. Um, just to shame myself, to shame myself. <laughs> so people could look at it and be like, what is the matter with you, man? It's like a hoarder's house, except for it's relegated to places in the house that people don't go into. So it's a little bit easier to accept, but yeah, it's awful. I will do that this week. I promise. All right. We'll be back after these messages. Peace. Peace. 
Now for a quick escape on a speeder bike. You won't get away with this Han Solo. New speeder bike with automatic speed flaps. Action figures each sold separately. Meow. I've got you now. That chance. Bicycle's got your base. I'm in hot pursuit and gaining. Ha, <laughs> watch this. Open speed flaps and meow. I'm gonna crash. Biker Scout, you're not all you're cracked up to be. New speeder bike. Action figures sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi collection. All right, guys. Welcome back. Going to go ahead and get into listener feedback and questions. Uh, so, Brian... <laughs> <laughs> so, Bird, I'm sorry. I I'm very selfish. I didn't. I don't mean to inconvenience you. I apologize. Uh, Brian had a question for Bird. He wasn't on our last show. He was supposed to be on this show, and it's all my fault. So I apologize, Brian. I'm an asshole. Uh, so your question will wait till next show, and next show I will not be late. I promise everybody. Uh, so. Next question, <laughs> Jonathan, question for everyone on the show. Well, that would have included Vern had it not been for me. <laughs> uh, what were your favorite toys that you had as a kid, as kids? And what was a toy that you owned and absolutely hated? All right, Lotus, can you do it? Or do you want me to go first? Sure. I mean, so, you know, I, I had, uh, I had, a. Uh, an okay amount of toys. I mean, I really didn't have as many as, you know, everyone else had. And, you know, my neighbors definitely had, had more than me. Um, but uh, I think one of my favorite toys, I had a lot of building systems as a kid um, and uh, a lot of uh, chemistry labs. I don't know. My parents, they just decided to, that was toys to them. I don't know. I, I was brought up in a real weird situation, I guess. Um, <laughs> but Mad Scientist was a toy that was, I guess, my parents approved of. It was something to do with science, chemistry. And so um, I think the Mad Scientist toys, and they, they were they were kind of experiments, but they had, you know, slime and and uh all kinds of like little things that you would you would do um you know to uh you know play around it, it just had I had a really good play pattern um and i would say that was probably my favorite um you know something that i would have to constantly uh you know i would have to ask them to buy me more uh more of the little sets so i can continue you know messing around with it but uh i would say that is probably uh, one of my favorite toys. Um, I mean, I, obviously, I had some. I had Transformers. I had GoBots, um, but I had a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that made my mind, I guess, think. And that's what my parents wanted me to do. So, uh, more so, uh, you know, these kinds of toys, I guess. His <laughs> <laughs> um, second part of the question is, you know, something that I hated. Um, I don't really know. I, I like I said, I didn't, didn't really. They they were very specific on what toys they would buy me. Um, so um, I mean, I just kind of figured, well, you know, this is the way it is. So I'll just enjoy what I get. And um, so I don't know. I don't think I had anything that I hated. I, I didn't. I, I didn't grow up with an overabundance of toys. So I think anytime I got something new, it was it was pretty important to me. Um, you know, so. Uh, a lot of my friends, neighborhood friends and stuff, you know, they would 
be showered with, you know, toys all the time. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't, didn't have that experience. So I don't know. I don't think I have anything that I really hated necessarily. Oh, you poor kid. You are a learning toy kid. Yeah, unfortunately. You you got toys from that toy store that I was all excited to go into and then was like, what the crap is this? Where's yep. the G.I. And actually, Joe? Where's the yeah, e that, that store where they had these uh they had these these things like you would you would you would put in your hand and it would uh it would make the the chemical bubble and go all the way up to the top you know of the glass you know that's the yeah that's the store that they would take me in science stores oh well see no wonder you're an engineer now that's that makes sense yeah i guess so (laughs) (laughs) um for me oh my god it it is just like countless because i mean i I I don't feel like I had nearly as many toys as I wanted, but I I definitely remember so many of my toys, and I think that's what kind of makes this hobby so fun for me because it is so nostalgic. Um, one of my favorites, favorites, I just bought, uh, and it's not for me; it's for Mackenzie. It's going to be uh, a Santa present, but was Crossfire. It was this little, you know, you had two guns mm-hmm. at either ends, like a hungry, hungry hippo style thing. Yeah. 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 And shot fucking BBs. So yeah. they reissued that. And I just got that for McKenzie. Like that was, oh my God, I could just sit there for hours just playing by myself again, only child, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, so that was one of my favorites. Like when it comes to the franchises, so I had like next to no transformers. Uh, mostly all I had was the mini bots, but I would probably say my favorite transformer was my top spin, my jump okay. starter, you yeah. know, because it actually, you know, had that action feature. Uh, let's see. Um, GI Joe, God, the snake armor. I mean, that's how far back my mech suit again, the cheapest, like quote vehicle you could buy for GI Joe. I had that, you know? Um, so the snake armor is probably my favorite there. Uh, masters of the universe, uh, Ooh, uh, power punch He-Man cause it had the caps. So basically it was a He-Man that was a cap gun. Love that shit. Uh, the Roboto, uh, the arm removing feature for the weapons. Hmm. Uh, that was amazing. And then Star Wars. Star Wars was always about uh, beasts for me. Tauntauns, Wampas, um, snow stuff in general. That's where I get my love of ATSTs and ADATs from. So those were probably, not that I had those, but again, the beasts were the cheapest things after the figures you know so that's why i had a tauntaun and that's why i had a wampa uh so those were probably my favorite things as toys as as a kid and then uh like hated like i can't think of anything like and i think it's because if i hated it i just wouldn't play with it like it just got you know like no one ever forced me to play with anything that i just 
hated playing with. Um, how about, and I didn't even own it, but people would make me play it all the time, that timer game with all the different shapes that you had to put on the board. If you didn't put them on the board in time, the board like popped and all of the shape things. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember what that was called. I mean, um, yeah, but I, I definitely know what you're what, what you're talking about. Yeah, I, it was it was multicolored. It was like a multicolored shapes. Yeah. yeah, well, like the little the little pegs were all yellow, but on the on the bottom of each of one, they had a different shape that you put. But anyways. I think it's more like I could say Jack in the Boxes too, because I don't like to fucking be startled. I have never, I don't like the anxiousness. I don't like the anxiety that goes along with a timer, like trying to do things as a timer counts down, yeah. uh, which has been really detrimental in, in my test taking, <laughs> you know, especially as you deal with time tests. I try to just be as good at them as possible so I don't have to worry about running out of time because I really do like the anxiety of a timer clicking to the last second you know over the yeah, last I knew, I knew I was thinking of it it's perfection oh that's what it is yeah, yeah even I the title it, yeah. says it like god how yeah. how anxiety you know yeah. how anxiety driving is a title called perfection <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Mark says, over the last two years, I've had my collection stolen twice. The first time they stole all my mint and box stuff. Then less than a year later, they came back for the rest of my key pieces that, uh, these were toys, comics, and video games and left me with common stuff. Oh God, that's awful. Um, at first I thought it was just a coincidence, but after the second time I knew it was done by someone I knew, which hurts more. So I stopped collecting for a while and just started to collect again. Uh, now my question is, is if your collection was stolen, would you rebuild it again? Would you do anything different? Living in Australia, I have to do a lot of my shopping online for older items. Yeesh, that is awful. That mm -hmm. is fucking awful. Um, I couldn't even imagine that. Uh, like I say, no one could ever do that with my collection, fortunately. So I guess it's a security precaution that my shit is everywhere in no order whatsoever. <laughs> so, <laughs> you could fill a U-Haul worth of stuff and you might get $10,000 or you might get $300 worth of stuff. You never know. You may take my fucking... My, 1200 gallons of power of the force two figures or something you know but um not to make light of your situation that's awful i mean i think the worst thing in this world is when you're betrayed by a friend you know when someone and maybe not even as a friend i mean just when you're betrayed by anybody is probably the worst thing yeah. right yeah absolutely go through i mean the feeling of that they just don't have that respect for you or, you know, so, um, and then especially being foreign, like, I think at this point I, I would wrap it up, but that's because, you know, I seriously want to clean up my collection and just don't have the time to do it. You know, um, I don't, I yeah. think I would always collect, 
maybe maybe by you know maybe by a reasonable amount like two or three shelves and fill that and then stop maybe that's what i would attempt to do different again it might be like heroin and as soon as i bought my first new toy i would fucking but he has his comments so see he still had part of his collection i think it'd be rough i don't think i could go in and fill in like high cost a lot of investment and time you know a lot of my high cost stuff i watched for months on ebay before i bought one you know i don't think i could go back and do that i think it would dishearten me enough to not go back and do that Uh, yeah yeah i uh i kind of agree i was actually talking to mark uh and uh you know, I, I, you know, he mentioned that, you know, a carded gears was one of the transformers he had. And, you know, I, I, I agree. Um, I think, uh, you know, at this, at this stage of the game, it's going to be expensive to replace anything like that. Mm. Um, so, you know, just do a safe search on eBay. If gears is definitely one of the main characters that, that you cherish and you do want a carded, gears and not something that's opened um then yeah absolutely i mean just uh just wait um you know i i think you know for me um if that that were to happen because i am kind of like a completist uh so i would have a problem with you know i would i would I would probably wouldn't even collect that line anymore. I'd be just, okay, I, I did it. Hopefully Mark has some pictures of what he has um, to at least cherish. Um, and that's something that a lot of us don't do, but I highly recommend, you know, take pictures once in a while of all your shelves. You know, it's really interesting to look at those pictures throughout the years. Um, for me, I've changed my cabinets many, many times. Um, and uh, so it's just interesting to, to see that. So just take pictures in case something like this were to happen. Um, you know, you at least have the memory of, you know, what you actually did have. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would, you know, for me being a completist and if I had a, a whole, you know, a whole G1 collection, uh, I would not uh, – I definitely wouldn't wouldn't replace it. It would just cost too much money, too much time, and it wouldn't. I don't think it would feel the same as, you know, as the effort that I put in, you know, the first time around of, of gathering all those items. So, yeah, yeah. See, and to me, oof, the the reminder of it, I I don't know. So it's weird. Like, so I lost my mom. And for the longest time, thinking of her just made me sad. And then at some point, it slowly became that thinking of her made me happy. You know, like, it's like I'm not forgetting her, you know. And and all those things that made me sad before now make me happy. But I think seeing something that was stolen, like, I just... I work so hard for everything I have. I had a blog post, like, when I lost my iPhone. Like, it was this big existential, like, oh, my God, you know? And I'm like, it's just money. It's just things. But still, to this day, iPhone commercials come on. I'm doing 
I'm doing user workflows that use iPhones as, as, uh, as the graphic for it. And it just makes me upset, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I don't want to think about it anymore. So it's one of those weird things. I don't know if, if pictures of things that had, you know, through no fault of my own been taken away from me, if that would make me feel better or not, you know, but yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's kind of a crazy thing, right? That's, that is like a, that's like one of those like core belief and value systems on how you look at things, you know, or you, or, and, and not to go as far as to compare it with, you know, a loved one or anything, but things you love, you know, yeah. like, like I saw the post that he was talking about the, about the gears and that's something he loves. That's something from his childhood that, you know, that he remembers and makes him feel good, you know? So that is one of those things that's kind of like, how do you deal with the loss of that? So I, I, I don't think I could do it, but I, I love your advice. Lotus, I think that's I think that's mm. definitely the way to do it. And Mark, just don't worry about where you live because honestly, we're all we all pretty much shop online for any of our any vintage items. You're you're probably going to go to eBay. You're going to start looking around, and it just takes patience. You know, do a do a safe search for for carded gears, and you know, just just wait. It might it may take months. It may take a year, and then that someone will just be done with, with collecting and they'll have that deal and maybe you'll get a buy it now or even a make an offer, you know? Yeah, boy. All right. So our last question comes from Lotus. What? That's right. <laughs> Lotus posted on the boards and, uh, I did one. My explanation would be too long to want to have to type out, but two, it's, it's a good talking point and we would love to hear other people chime in on this and, and see what you feel too. But, uh, so Lotus writes, so if I wanted to start collecting GI Joe, what is the best set all capital letters to hunt down. I see a lot of people talking about the 25th anniversary, 25th anniversary set is 25th. Like the reissue of the original 82 to 94 line of characters, just looking to get those nostalgic feels of having a brand new figure without paying vintage prices. This collection would need to be new on card or if open the card art bubble must not be ruined. Uh, I would want that new feeling if I were to do this. So, um, I'm going to give you my answer. Lots of people chimed in, including Peter. And I don't know if Vern responded to this too, but I know Vern had started a vintage collection. Uh, so yeah. So if you're looking to get the vintage feel, it's all 25th anniversary. That's the way you want to go. Okay. Um, what I did, it got unruly and I, and this is one of the first things I really, this and Clone Wars, I really tried to go completest with like, okay, I am going to buy everything. Clone Wars, I stopped really quickly when the vehicles were crappy and just stuck with figures. Uh, the 25th anniversary, I went whole hog everything that was ever released. There are exclusives. If you try to go full 20th anniversary, 25th anniversary, there are exclusives that are going to be extremely pricey. Some upwards of like three, four hundred dollars. Uh, some, some. 
I mean, a hundred bucks for something that should have been in the main line and they just made a bad decision, which kind of sucks. Uh, cause you're dealing with a lot of, uh, you're dealing with the GI Joe collectors club stuff as well. So here's what I did to kind of give myself a break is I looked at what figures do I remember to what, uh, what line, what wave, whatever you want to call it. Okay. So for me, it was 86. Once we get past 86, I don't really, I maybe recognize one or two figures or I may know of this from this or whatever, but I have no feeling towards it. I had stopped buying GI Joes by that time. So that's what I did is I chose to go from this time to this time. And then the only thing I'm really worried about nowadays is having a complete carded collection of it because the 25th is the one that's using original card artwork if available um the toys the or the vehicles i should say uh most of them or i should say almost all of them don't use any artwork on them right they were just all clear i i wouldn't have any interest in that though yeah and they're kind of cool display pieces because they're window boxed and, yeah. and they're posed in a diorama but yeah. like you say this it seemed like this was kind of sparked from the it was art yeah discussion <laughs> so pick the year to go up to and if you don't pass like if you don't pass like 85 86 you're looking at a yeah. reasonable collection, a reasonable amount of figures, something you can mount on a wall, you know, and and have that feel good artwork feeling, you know. Yeah, I, I only remember like you know Bazooka and Gung Ho, and uh, there there was a Cobra Commander I remember with a kind of like a silver, some kind of a silver suit. I don't know, but. Yeah. Uh, it's I don't the know. Battle, I, I, battle armor, Cobra Commander. Yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, Zartan and the 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 two brothers, the two twins that looked alike. Uh, I don't know the names of all these characters, but I just kind of have memories of of all those. Um, so this but, is what you do since you don't even know like names to start. So go to yojo.com dot com. And then, and then go to the three and three quarter. They have it broken up between the the figures and the vehicles. So go to the figures. Start looking at 82 and say, oh, yeah, I remember all of these. The original guy or whatever. Um, and then keep going until you don't recognize figures anymore. And then that's when you know, hey, okay, these are all the ones I'm going to collect. And then you can use Yo-Jo <clears throat> to look at, um, to make kind of a checklist to say, okay, I need all of these. Now it gets a little wonky. Like you're not going to, you're not going to get a perfect, as far as I know, there's not a perfect carded set, but it'll be damn close. So that's if you want to go completist. Like if you want to just say, Hey, I got all this stuff. And then, uh, uh, like Peter was saying in the post, like if you want articulation or, or cool figures or realistic accessories, you know, then you can keep going down the line, but 
now you're talking about it's not vintage card art it's not it it's all it's what they consider the new or the well the modern era started with 25th but the advanced modern era i guess so yeah if it's artwork stick with the 25th pick a year you want to collect up to and be happy you know I mean, I was just, I was just, you know, I was, I was looking at the prices and stuff and I just figured, well, you know, if I can, if I can get them around that $10 price point, you know, dude, I probably have duplicates again, figure out what you want to do. I probably have duplicates of 60 to 70 figures and I actually know where they are because I see them almost every time I go (laughs) in my garage, most people I promise stuff and I'm like, when I find it. It is yours, I promise. <laughs> but these, I actually know where they are. I probably have duplicates that I'd give you a steal on. So, so I, I have a, I, I found a uh, a list of what's in each wave for starting with 2007. Yep. And so you know, not I don't I don't care about the variants and stuff. But if I could just get the you know the original 13 waves, maybe that's uh, you know that would be kind of cool. And I think that's like. 40, 40 or 50 figures, I think, without without any variants. So. Yeah, I don't know. That would be interesting to find out. But like I say, so I see what you're doing. So you're collecting the, like... I still need to complete US the set. Reta- yeah, because I was going to say, because where you get into pricey stuff is, like, if you want a dial tone, a carded dial tone from the club... Which is, he's like an 85 character, 86. He was in the cartoon. That's going to be $200. See, I, yeah, and I wouldn't have that kind of... Uh, I was just thinking yeah. about just, just you know, getting like the 25th US set. U.S. retail. U.S. retail. What was that Toys R Us back in 2007? Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that would be a very good way to go. Because, again, I have most of that stuff in duplicate. Okay. Um and that would be your least expensive. It's when you get into figures that were in the club or figures that were Comic-Con exclusives, that's where you get pricey. Okay, well, maybe we'll work something out then. All right. Anybody else got some suggestions, chime in, but that was I never even thought about doing it the way you're going to do it because I've got it. I Everything's based on vintage, like, you know, the 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 12 back and that kind of stuff. It all has to be based on vintage as opposed to what they released at retail, which is a very good way to approach it. Yeah. Uh, grab bag, star Wars, new trilogy. Lotus is the first one to buy his ticket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this will be the first trilogy, not based off of the Skywalker storyline. Uh, so lots of people are excited. It's Ryan Johnson, the writer director of the movie coming out in less than a month. I can't fucking believe it. Uh, And so, again, we had a discussion about this. This either means that uh, that is super amazing, what he did for The Last Jedi, or it may be lukewarm and they want to hype it up a little bit. You know, um, it easily could be the second. That's actually my vote, is that this hypes up how good The Last Jedi could be to make you go see it, whether it's good or not. Again, it's not going to be crappy. 
Disney has obviously shown that they have no problem firing people that are doing something they don't think is good and bringing somebody else in. So I'm kind of excited. I, I, I'm hoping that it's that The Last Jedi is so fucking amazing that they're going to rest 10 more years of Star Wars on one person's shoulders. Uh, but I guess we'll see in a month. So, and I've asked this before, Lotus, so you will just not, you won't see it in theater or maybe if you're bored, you'll go. So, I mean, I, I was actually, I was tempted to watch Rogue One and the Force Awakens. I was tempted to watch them, but then I started thinking, I'm like, you know, I wouldn't even know. (laughs) I, I don't think, see, I, that's the thing that sucks for someone like me who really never, you know, sat down and, and watched all the movies. Um, you know, I can't just jump in. Right. I mean, it, it doesn't, it wouldn't make any sense to me. They, they don't talk. They expect you to already know. Right. Yeah. So it's they're they're fan movies. You know, they're not for someone who wants to watch a movie, you know? So, but have you, so you said, so I would say rogue one might be the closest to that. Because it's not tied in at all. Have okay. you have you watched it? No, I have time? never watched it. So, I mean, if you feel that it's a movie that I could just sit down and watch without knowing the history of everything else, then uh, you know I have no problem giving it a shot. I just I've been kind of just you know straying away from it because you know if it expects me to know stuff, I don't want to be bored because I don't know anything. You know? Yeah, I would be curious. And just to get your uh, to get your thoughts on it as some to say, oh, it was a good movie, or like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this is awful. <laughs> and the only way you could like it is because you knew backstory. So, all right, I think that I think there's a challenge there. <laughs> uh, in addition to a new trilogy, it looks like we are finally getting some confirmation that there will be a Star Wars television show as originally promised as far back as 1999. I went to Celebration 1 in Denver and there were banners for a Star Wars TV show. Uh, let's see. Isn't it much information about the series set to launch in 2019. Uh, base, oh, the series will be joined by three other live action shows based on Disney properties. Uh, one will be based on Marvel, another on Monsters Inc., and a third on, oh God, High School Musical. That's still a thing. <laughs> that's awful. But all right. So yeah, TV show. That's exciting. Um, I'm actually. I, I bet I'm more excited. Yeah. yeah, I would say I'm more excited for a TV show than a movie. Uh, speaking of movie, Transformers the movie, Bumblebee the movie. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, really? <laughs> it's like Solo, a Star Wars story. Like, come on. Like, let's use some creativity. I mean... So there's a thing in design called brutalism, okay, where you design something to not be purposely ugly, but to be so plain that it increases how much people like using it. Mm 
So people say like Craigslist. Have you ever used Craigslist? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks like HTML, right? No design to it. So it's not really a good example of brutalism because it's just never changed. That's what it would have looked like when it originally came out and it just never changed, which great. It kind of serves its point. It is very basic. Uh, Brutalism is more purposely designing something so plain for the sole sake of usability. So I can see this concept that you don't want to get muddied up in calling something Transformers 5 The Last Night. You know, you just want to call it Transformers 5. People know what it is, you know. So same thing with Solo. Very plain. Solo. It's a movie about Han Solo, not Solo in the Rings of Garbagon or something. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so I can see what they may be doing here with Solo and now calling this Bumblebee the movie. Um, But, God, it just drives me nuts. And then the logo of the movie is Bumblebee's head. So, real. Real exciting makes makes me want to learn everything I can about this. And I don't. I mean, and this is it's just it's a dull. It's just a dull advertisement. So yeah. there's not a there's there's not the traditional yellow. I mean, there's a little bit of a yellow tinge to it, but you well, know, it, and to its credit, it's a screenshot of a of a large outdoor display. Right. So yeah, I mean, it's not like. It's not like this. It will be probably a bright yellow and black blacks and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's washed out because of the exposure of the of the picture. But yeah, yeah I'm kind of like, um, okay. Let's come back to that last one. Uh, Motu new serial geek. So. Um, again, Masters of the Universe here. I'm sorry, Bird. I'm sorry. Uh, but the only thing we have for Masters of the Universe is James Etock's new store that he just launched. Uh, you can get the unreleased mini-comic in there, or unpublished mini-comic. Uh, but the cool thing is, is he added four new editions uh, of Serial Geek, which if you are not familiar with Serial Geek, it is an 80s love letter that is, oh my God, it is just the most beautiful thing ever. These are a hundred page, full color, British or Europe magazine size, so it's even bigger than our standard American ones. Uh, Just a love letter to 80s animation, Uh, not so much toys, but more the animation. Uh, you get an amazing shot of a G1 cartoon prime shaking the hands of the movie cartoon prime. So you can see where the extra money went to the animators in the movie to make them look just that much better. Um, you get a comics throwback of He-Man and lion trying to keep Prime from stomping on them. I mean, hmm. you get a, a cast shot of the uh, touring He-Man show, uh, which has uh, Tila and Skeletor and He-Man from this uh, touring show. And I, God damn it, I forgot what it was called. The Power Tour or something like that. But 
just amazing. Is that you knocking? Come on in. Oh, are you going already? She's insisting. Oh. I love you. Have a wonderful time at Kristen's. Okay, I'm having a play day. I know you're having a play day. Oh, you're telling everybody else you're having a play day. I'll miss you too, baby. Why you don't place this on your TV? Uh, because there's a bunch of robots in front of it. Probably just move them. Yeah, that, that's what mommy says. Probably just move them. <laughs> no, it's all good, baby. I love you. We're almost done. couple more minutes. Love you. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> she still doesn't remember. It's just you. Right. Women. Let me tell you. Uh, so anyways, uh, $5 euros for these. Um, I'm not quite sure what the shipping would be. It's been a while. I bought like the first eight Serial Geeks and then just like comics. I didn't read them. So <laughs> I'm, I'm awful. Let's see. Oh, he's got 9, 10, 11. It's on my to-buy list. I'm, I'm maintaining a to-buy list for once I have a job. So. Uh, really cool stuff there. And then lastly, a new Joe Thrill ride. Hmm. This is the wackiest thing ever. Um, but like we talked about, uh, I think Hasbro might be investing some money in G.I. Joe. Uh, this is called G.I. Joe versus Cobra, the experience. It is a themed ride that was pitched by a company that makes theme rides for a living at, uh, what is it called? So it was the, like... The bottom of the card says Dynamic Attractions. So I don't know oh, if there you go. Yeah, so that's the company. And then they debuted it at the International Amusement something parks associate... Oh, there it is. International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions. So this is like their biggest trade show for things like Six Flags and our local one, Eliches here. Um, and what I couldn't tell, I read through all of this, and but of course, again, I was scanning, uh, but it looks like you're riding in a vamp and it's all, uh, it's all uh, driverless. Mm. So kind of Jurassic Park style. You know, yeah, it's as, cool. as stuff is happening around you. Um, and now it's not clear if they are just saying, hey, we can make this for you if you want to buy it. Or if they're saying, hey, we have made this and it's going somewhere, you know. Yeah, yeah it's definitely it's cool. There's uh, there's definitely companies like this that are doing uh, stuff with like tanks and stuff like that, uh, you know, different amusements where you can ride inside of a real tank in, uh, you know, not virtual reality but a real a real tank. So, yeah, I can see I could see this becoming something. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, it would definitely be it would probably be an expensive ticket. I mean, I'm sure this is wouldn't be anything that would be cheap i'm guessing that's you know it's probably going to be a you know 200 300 ticket you know a lot of these specialized yeah a lot of these specialized uh things are very expensive you know just because of the upkeep of the uh of keeping the machinery going you know 
Now, I know you're a big amusement park guy. I mean, are these... I mean, like in California or Florida, do they have these, like, because those are, like, primary amusement park places, do they have these specialty things, like, that you see in a, a rack? Like, I guess I envision that this would be at yeah. Six Flags or something, and it would just be part of your daily pass. No, no this wouldn't be, this would be a, a special... Uh, yeah, they actually do have uh, something like that uh, in Florida where uh, you you basically get to ride inside of a real tank and you get to crush cars. Um, and it's a it's a real experience that is not attached to any amusement park. Um, and yeah, those kind of attractions are being built um, and uh, they're expensive, you know. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, that definitely changes it. Uh, it does say it looks like it's trackless and that you can drive it. So not as much Jurassic Park. Uh, it's a seemingly go anywhere they steer. So I don't know what that means. Maybe you can steer it along a road or something, but okay. So now, okay. Say, let's put a little bit more reasonable thing on here. Let's, let's say 50 bucks. Just to do this one ride, okay? How far would you drive to go do it? Or would you not go do, do it at all? So, I don't know. Uh, but if it was, you know, in that $50 price point and it was something that was relatively within, let's say, an hour or maybe two hours and I can get a couple, you know, friends to go with me, absolutely. Yeah, Just I think that's something. Road trip and have fun. Yeah, I, I think... Yeah, I think anything longer than, you know, an hour and a half, two hours would not be worth it to me to uh, to do that, you know. I feel you. All right. I used to, I used to, I mean, I used to build Jeeps. So I was one of those guys who builds, you know, Jeeps with articulation. And so, I mean, that's, this is not a big deal to me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially just because it looks like it's a side by side. It's not even like a full vehicle. but uh well cool all right well again i want to say sorry to everybody Vern's not on the show because of me and this whole time i've been apologizing to Vern. i also want to apologize to you lotus lotus also endeared the delay for completely selfish means and i appreciate (laughs) you hanging in there and making it to where i'm not recording by myself so thank you for hanging in there for me for being so late as well i I made a big deal about Vern, but you also put up with my selfishness so (laughs) thank you very much i appreciate it um we'll get to that other titans return cartoon thing later there'll probably be another couple episodes by the time we record our next show we'll talk about that junk then but uh At least for now, we'll see you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. Yo, it's the code name for a murder. Yo, it's the code name for a murder. Yo, it's the code name for a murder.
Silence, silence. 